It's the podcast that gives you a little insight into our social distance lives based in rural central Bedfordshire, Clap Hill to be specific. It gives Primrose an activity to do as part of her home learning, even in half term. Uh, I'm Terry, with me is Primrose. Hello. Primrose, since our last podcast, lots of things to to bring up, to talk about. Um, One such thing... I wasn't going to bring up doggy aeroplane because that doesn't mean anything to me. No. I was going to bring up a couple of things, including the fact that um, over the bank holiday weekend, Daddy had his hair cut again. Remember, not so long ago, we recorded a whole package about getting my hair cut, and I said it won't be long before that needs cutting again. Mummy gave it a go. What do you think of it? it looks really rubbish, because Mummy gave you a bowl cut. <laughs> she didn't give me a bowl cut. Yes, that, that would really hurt Mummy's feelings. I think she did a good job. She's she just thinks that over one side, one side looks different to the other. Well, it does. Well, I can't tell. I'm happy. Because you can't even see it. That's why. It looks all right to me when I can't. See looks it. all right on that side, but not on that side. On so it looks okay on the, my left side, but not the right side. Anyway, thank you uh, to Nelly, Mummy in the Garden, for for your hair cutting skills. Primrose, it's half term. Does it feel any different? No. Really? But you're, you're sitting here in your swimming costume. I don't know why I'm in my swimming costume, because I have not had the paddling pool out. Would you like to get the paddling pool out? No, definitely not. Oh, well, you just, just fancied getting I, a swimming costume out. I just wanted to bathe in a bottle or a big pool of warm water, but I didn't get the chance to. Are you suggesting that we need to build a big pool in our small garden? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't think that's happening anytime soon. Um, Primrose, yes. Take away the shed. (laughs) Yes, we put a pool here instead. Yesterday we did a bake along, Primrose, with Ruth, who was one of our guests on a previous podcast. Uh, What did we make? Rock cakes. Rock cakes. And um, how did you think they were? Did they taste good? Yes. I thought they were a triumph, Primrose. And I have to say, having looked at uh, some of the pictures that other people on the bake along took of their rock cakes, I think yours stand up. Well, I think you did a marvellous um, job. There was a girl whose ones turned out to be stuck together, but they actually looked quite good. Oh, the one that just yeah. looked like one big cake. They, they, that looked good. <laughs> yeah. well, it looked I'd, like I'd a fruit cake. Yeah, I'd still eat that. It looked like a fruit cake. Yeah, it wasn't quite what was uh, what everyone else's looked like, but I, I would have it. Was it. Actually, it, I would have eaten it. Hmm, I agree. Also, Primrose, we've been doing plenty of work at the allotment. I can confirm that a lot more paths are finished in the last uh, week since we last recorded. So the allotment's looking good. Primrose, what have you been doing at the allotment? I've been making a new cleaning potion. Oh, you sound like you're about to fall asleep. Was it a sleeping cleaning potion? No. I wouldn't drink that stuff, you know. What, what, what's it good for cleaning? Pots. Pots. That are clean. Uh, it's good for cleaning pots that are already clean. Yeah, pots that have had potions in recently. Okay, well. With maybe a few specks of dried speckled mud. Yes, well, that's a... that's pretty much everything in your mud kitchen at the <laughs> allotment, to be honest. Excellent. So uh, um, that's been productive. I want to tell you about it. Go on, yeah, tell me more. So 
I've got my own bottle of soap at the allotment. Mm. So I squirted loads of so- soap and I put some blue food colouring in there. So it's like a murky blue. And then they put, uh, I don't know why I put blue food colouring in there. It was green food colouring, but I don't know why it turned out to be blue. Um, And then I put some rainwater in there. Mm-hmm. And then I put some garlic mustard in there because the juices will make it smell of herbs. Right. And then you swill it. And then it takes five weeks to brew. Okay, so then, it's still brewing. And then it? you leave it. No, um, it's finished because I made it six weeks ago. Oh, I see. Or seven weeks ago. I oh, right, so it's long yeah, finished. Yeah. Right. Pro- like, it's more than seven weeks ago. Fine. So we can start using it to clean your mud kitchen. Well, I wouldn't say so because I'm on low supply of water. Oh, right. We've right got now. Self-imposed hosepipe ban. <laughs> you don't even know... You've not even heard of the expression hosepipe ban, but that's a real thing. Sometimes happens when water levels are low in the country. At least it did when I was younger. Can't remember the last time it happened. Anyway, finally, Primrose, just before we started recording this podcast, we were just having a, a debate which rages in our house about the different ways of saying the alphabet, because Mummy has a strange way of reciting it's my the alphabet. way, too, and don't be silly, it's the proper way! Mm, I'm not sure it is. See, in, see, I, I know the way of reciting the alphabet, which uh, is to the same tune as Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star... Come on, then, do the proper alphabet. Well, well, I think the way that most of our listeners will know the alphabet is A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. It's a shame I can't put my hands over my ears. It just makes a noise. Certainly when you ask the smart speaker to, to say the alphabet, that's how she does it, in my way. But what the way mummy does it... And I've had to really rack my brains to get this right. Can you remember the way Mummy does it? A, B, C, D, F, G. H, I, J, K, L, M. H, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, W, X, Y, Z. That's That's the proper way. It's the proper way. And no excuses. No buts. We're loyal to Mummy in this house. And no struggle. I struggle with that alphabet. I don't think anyone else in the world has ever used it. So just a quick one before we start the podcast uh, properly. If you use... Uh, mummy's strange way to it's not a strange way let's see if anyone if there is one person that listens to this who says they also are aware of that interesting look way of reciting up, the then. alphabet everybody listening to the podcast we want, look it up we want to hear from it's you it's the proper way of the thing in the alphabet how can people get in contact it's primrose terry primrose terry shed at gmail.com if you want to tell us about how you do the alphabet you can also get in contact uh, Facebook.com forward slash Primrose Terry Shed. Right, what's coming up in the podcast today, Primrose? Shall I tell people? Yes. Yes. Um, we have your riddle, and it's a good one today. Primrose picked it, hand-picked it uh, herself. We'll be, Not hand-picked it. We'll be having an update about our smart speaker friend, whose name I shall not mention in case she triggers off everyone's... No, I have to get the... Or Echo Dot. I have or to... Echo. Yeah, our Echo Dot smart speaker. Echo, play... Let's think. Can't touch this. Oh, yes. Or Alexa, play Can't Touch This. So I have to get the bleeper out for for this episode. Uh, We'll be talking about the latest uh, discoveries with our smart speaker friend. Uh, We've got a phone call with Daddy's work friend, Mary Ferguson. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, We will be talking about Polly Pockets. 
you your idea, Primrose. Oh, I mean, I, I really I'm hoping you've got. It, I'm hoping you've got something to say about Polly really Pockets. Get it now. Uh, emails and messages will be coming up later as well. Thank you for everyone I who's really been sending them. Emma's, I hope Emma's listening to this bit of the podcast because if so, that's the reason why I did this. Topic. What the Polly Pocket? Yeah, Emma. Emma's your Polly Pocket pal. Um, we will be talking about poo, but not just about poo. It's a book called. No, poo. it's not. The book's called Pooh. It's, it's called Pooh, A Natural History of the Unmentionable. More no, about that later. What? It's actually called Pooh. Yeah, Pooh. No, it's literally Pooh. Yes, Pooh. It's made out of Pooh. No, the book's not made out of Pooh. Yes, it is. Um, we'll be solving Primrose's what? riddle. We'll have Mummy in the Garden, and, and that will be about it. So uh, uh, let's crack on with the riddle. Primrose, what is the riddle today? Which letter of the alphabet has the most water? Which letter of the alphabet has the most water is that really the riddle yeah does that even make sense no or is is there actually an answer that will make sense yes if you want to have a go with the riddle during the podcast uh, you're very welcome to get in contact with us i know we won't be um, live responding to you but we always love to hear from you and it's uh, facebook.com forward slash primrose terry shed or primrose terry shed at gmail.com uh, say that riddle one last time primrose which letter of the alphabet has the most water? Which letter of the alphabet has the most water? The answer to the riddle will come towards the end of the, the podcast. The riddle is... It will be revealed later. We're going to be talking about Alexa Echo Dot. Alexa Echo Dot. Dinner. So our smart speaker is a is a friend in our house. In these lonely times where we don't get out much, um, sometimes... Uh, it's someone to talk to, our um, our Amazon smart speaker. Primrose certainly does a lot of chatting uh, to her in the kitchen. Uh, Primrose, let's talk about some of the things that you've discovered recently. So, if I say, Alexa, I love you, mm-hmm. she'll sing, Oh, thank you for saying I love you. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you for saying I love you. Some, something like that. Yeah, she she does. She sings you a lot. She sings you a lovely song, which which we've enjoyed recently. What about when you ask her to sing doggies? Doggies, hello, friendly doggies, and so on. It's a lovely song, the doggy song. It talks about lots of different types of dog, and uh, and as uh, listeners of this podcast will know, we're we're fans of pets here, even though we don't really have uh, one beyond Hermione the hamster. Uh, what? Yes, we do. Do we? We have aqua dragons. Oh, yeah, and the aqua dragons. There are about a thousand of them. Yeah, I don't really consider them pets. They're just sort of living there. What about raps? Have you got any favourite raps that uh, our smart speaker friend performs? Gonna take a slice of that lucky number pie. Yeah, a rap all about the number pie, which is a concept Primrose hasn't quite got yet, that there is a number called pie. Uh, it's something to do with the... Um, measuring the radius and area of a circle, Primrose. That's why we, you would use pi. Because the pi's round. Well, it's it's a number which helps calculate something that's round. Don't ask me quite how that came to be, but uh, pi... Ask me how that came to be. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Someone discovered it once upon a time. And, um, and, and our smart speaker will rap all about it happily. I'll tell you one thing, Primrose, that I've enjoyed. Let's go rap about cake. Uh, she does do a rap about cake. Alexa, rap about cake. 
I'm just doing it to other smarts. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to bleep it out because people won't, people will not appreciate this if their smart speakers can't. <laughs> Plus, you realise when you do that, it means that if we're playing on their smart speaker, it will suddenly stop us playing and put on something else. We don't want that. <laughs> uh, one one thing I've enjoyed getting our smart speaker to do recently, Prim, is um, play Magical Trevor. And Magical Everyone Trevor loves 2. Magical Trevor and Magical Trevor 3. Magical Trevor 3. And, and, and Magical Trevor 4, which n- is actually a 3. Yeah, well, it doesn't do Magical it Trevor 4. Is. But it does do Badger, Badger, Badger. Badger, 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 football, football. That's, that's, that's a mashup, but yes, uh, yes. It, no, that's. Football Badgers. Song. Yeah. Go, it's a go. Oh, it's a goal. Not the coal. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, the, yeah, the badger coal one. Anyway, so that's uh, from the people at Weeble Stuff, which was big when I was at university, Primrose. Badger, badger, badger was what the and, internet was all about back then. And mm. magic, magic key. Ma- da, 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 da. Magic, magic. See, magic, magic key, that's not on Alexa. That is uh, a, a, an amusingly dated uh, look and read from BBC Two reference. Uh, from a program they used to make me watch at school to learn about writing, writing and reading, uh, a magic magic e will probably mean something completely different to some of our listeners. Magic but, magic e. But ultimately, in this in this context, was all about uh, learning how the word sound changed when you add an e on the end of it. For example, prim becomes prime with me. Tim becomes time with me. In terms of smart speakers, Primrose, and and some people will have different makes of smart speaker. I I still say that, you know, before we got the smart speakers in our lives, we were slightly um, paranoid that they would be uh, listening to our every move. But I find it very useful to have something which will help me do uh, basic maths, do timers. And I can ask her for my times tables. You can ask her for times tables and how to spell words and things like that. Uh, Very useful indeed. Um, this is not a, an advert for smart speakers, but they're a big part of our house. And of course, you can also, through various apps, get it to play Primrose and Terry in the Shed, <laughs> which is recommended. I also use it to listen to radio, uh, including the radio timers. station I manage. Yeah, and timers, exactly. And sing a song. And about sing songs. Science and water. Science, doggies. And- Nobody Blues. And Nobody Blues, exactly, which is one of my other favourites that she does. So uh, there you go. There's a brief update about our smart speaker. (laughs) So it's the uh, part of the podcast now where we speak to someone on the phone. And uh, it will be Mary Ferguson, my esteemed University of Bedfordshire colleague today. Primrose. You sound very bunged up today. Lots of breathing through your mouth. You're struggling a bit. Yeah. Tell us. Tell us more. I have hay fever. Hay fever. Fever of hay. No, I'm allergic to pollen. Yeah. And it causes you to be snotty and sneeze a lot. Let's hope we can get through the rest of this recording. Do you think you'll be able to record the rest of this podcast? Stop breathing so loudly. I can't. Stop breathing. <laughs> Don't stop breathing. You have to practice breathing not straight into the microphone. Ah, anyway, shall we? Uh, shall we get on with this phone call? Let's see if Mary answers. If we hit the if we hit the ring button, will she answer? Hello, Terry. Oh, hello, Mary. It's uh, it's Primrose and Terry here. 
Oh, hello. How lovely to hear from you on this lovely afternoon. It is a lovely afternoon. Made more lovely. <laughs> it's lovely, isn't it? Made more lovely by, by hearing your voice. <laughs> well, of course. Of course. From... Hi, Primrose. Hello. I've got hello. some questions. Um, okay. I hope they're not too hard or too difficult. <laughs> they're not. Tell us about your pets. My pets? Oh, my goodness. Well, do you know what a menagerie is, Prim? Yes. <laughs> I have lots of pets. Um, currently, and I'm in my lounge at the minute. I took a break from the garden. I have a dog called Dougal who is currently sitting on the top of my sofa looking out the window, wondering why I have come indoors on such a lovely day. I have two cats who are now a year old called Jack and Vera. And Jack was looking for a spider earlier in the garden and tormenting it, which I didn't think was very nice. Oh. And Vera is sleeping by the side of my wildlife pond, and I think she's trying to wait for the frog to pop his head out so she can try and jump on it. And, of course, I have a very noisy pet called Midas, who's T in his cage currently. Hello, Midas. Are you not speaking today? <laughs> He's a blue and gold macaw. Yeah, tell, tell us yes. about a macaw. So, like, what makes a macaw different to other birds you might get in a cage? They're what you would call an exotic bird. And my understanding is that Midas is a blue and gold macaw, and he comes from South America originally. They are, would you believe, lots of people think that macaws and parrots only ever eat fruit. They don't. They eat lots of things, according to the avian vet. Like Midas' favourite meal is chicken curry and rice. <laughs> wow, chicken curry? <laughs> and he loves chips, but I don't eat chips now, so he hasn't had chips for a long time. But he eats, he's got apples and orange and grapes in his bowl at the moment, and he's got a mixture of uh, seed with fruit in it that he likes. He loves sunflower seeds, but he, he's a big bird. He's probably, if you look at his tail, he's probably about two and a half, three foot long. Gosh. That's big, isn't it? Yeah, that is big. Oh. Isn't it? This, this big. Yeah. Half, half the yeah, size I, of Daddy. And he cracks open monkey nuts and walnuts. That's and what my hamster I, does. Yeah, her Primrose's yeah. hamster likes monkey nuts too. Wow. Monkey nuts are very, very tasty apparently. And Midas loves them, but you're not meant to give them too many. Um, tell us about what it's like working with Terry. Primrose wants to know what it's like working with me. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> uh, to be honest, um, Primrose, working with your dad is a pleasure because he's always helpful. He's always there with an answer if I need to have a query. And most of all, he is a lot of fun. He doesn't take things far too seriously. So on the whole, he is lovely to work with. There you go, Prim. Do I pass the test? I'm not just saying that because this is Primrose and Terry's podcast. I'm saying this because it's true. <laughs> to all Terry's fans out there. <laughs> Thank Terry you, Terry has a fan base. I'll pay you later. <laughs> Excellent, um, I'll be a tenant. <laughs> can you say Scotland, we man, Scottish accent? Ah, well, I'll tell you, I've actually got a joke for you. I'm mm. going to uh, build up to this. But do you know, Prim, I was born in Scotland in a place called Falkirk, which is now quite a big town. And when I came down to London, I was only in London for about six weeks when my family told me I started to sound English. Oh. 
Now, to some Scots, that would be an insult. <laughs> but I'm very happy in England. I think it's a lovely place. But I do have a posher Scottish accent. But the funny thing is, is if I'm telling a joke in Scots, I put on the Scottish accent and I don't need to. Right. If I was to say to you, in Scotland, the word for off, like I fell off my chair, mm. is aff. Aff. I fell off the chair. I fell off my stool. Uh, so if I said to you, in Scotland, there were two cows in a field. Which one was on holiday? I don't know, Mary. Which, which cow was on holiday? Which one was on holiday? The one with the wee calf. Wee calf. <laughs> like, instead of <laughs> off, it's aff. So yes. wee calf. <laughs> wee calf, yes. calf. Primrose is looking at me completely blankly, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah. good. The wee, the wee calf. Uh, it was the one with the wee cough, which meant it was on holiday for a week. I mean, that's that's a, probably a, a too adult a joke for you there, Primrose. It's not silly enough, is it? <laughs> there's, no. there's too many. There's too many uh, barriers to entry for us understanding that joke. Would you like me to say anything in broad Scots that you might want uh, translated from English? Well, well, what Primrose always says, and, and what she opened this with, was she likes to say Scotland wee man a, a lot. When Scotland she... wee man! <laughs> could, could you Not just... Scotland. Could Not you... Scotland. It's Scotland. Could you confirm what that, what people, why, why anyone would be saying wee man? It's interesting because um, if you're in a group of people, like men especially, and you've got many different heights, People will say that they'll go, "Hello, wee man," and it's not an insult. <laughs> and but if you're really tall, mm. you say, "Oh, hi, a big man." Mm. So they do say that, "Hiya, hiya, wee man, hiya, big man." So wee man being a small uh, man, and big man being a big man. But the also thing is, is that the Scots call everybody Jimmy. Jimmy. See you, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to start saying from you. See you, Jimmy. Was it Rabsy Nesbitt who was on the telly who always used to say, see you, Jimmy, a lot? Well, a lot of Scots say that, see you, Jimmy. Yeah. It was funny because a friend, a friend of mine, they moved up from England when I was quite small and his name was uh, James and he got called Jimmy for short. And he went to the ice cream van one day to buy some ice cream and took them home. And he said to his wife, they're all very friendly up here, aren't they? And she said, why is that? He goes, well, are you my name? <laughs> she said, <"Why?" laughs> he went, Oh, oh, all right, Jimmy. <laughs> You've got a very good accent, Prem. Thanks. Your, your dad probably disagree with me, but if you fall out with someone, right, you you say, if you disagree with what they say, you say, I want to boil your head. What does that mean? I want to boil your head. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I want bile your heat. It's actually it's called a Parliamo Glasgow, made famous by a comedian called Stanley Baxter in the sixties. Very good. A lot of Scots listen to this tale will reminisce and be quite nostalgic about the past. I'm sure we scared off our Scottish uh, listeners a while ago with our repeated attempts at a Scottish accent, Mary. But um, maybe there maybe there are some hidden away. What are you gonna I'm say? good at <laughs> saying Scotland because every time. We go home for school, me and Isabel, whilst we're waiting. Isabel's a fan of horrible histories. They talk Scottish quite a lot. Ah, yes. In, in, in the in sense. The TV programme Horrible Histories, they, they talk a lot about Scottish and history. 
in Celt, in the Celt time, it was the always Celtic a Scottish time. actor. They say Scotland a lot, a lot, and we went to an Egyptian thing, and for some reason they talked, and they said Scotland in a Scottish accent by accident, I think. <laughs> um, and <laughs> now every, we just repeat it over yeah. and over again. That's your in Scotland, joke with Isabel. Scotland, 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 until we get it perfect. <laughs> Excellent. That's basically because when you when you speak Scots, you drop the T. Yeah. So there's no Scotland, it's Scotland. So well done, Prem. You can say that perfectly. <laughs> Scotland, the brave. We've, <laughs> we've just got to work on all the other Scottish words still. But uh, yeah. M- Mary, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate stealing a bit of your afternoon uh, to, to chat with Prem and I. It's and, always a pleasure to chat to you too. And uh, we hope that you have a uh, an enjoyable rest of your afternoon. Well, I'm having a coffee at the moment, and then I have to embark on some marking, if Carlotta's listening. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's our boss. I'm very, very busy, Carlotta. Yes. Yes, so am I. (laughs) Yeah, quite right. Excellent. Thank you, Mary, and and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Keep practising. Oh, yeah, we will. Keep practising. Bye. 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 Primrose, what is Polly Pocket? So it's like, you can get them big and small size. The biggest one is Polly Mall, Polly Pocket Market Mall, and that's a one that doesn't have a case. Most of the Polly Pockets, you can close them up mm-hmm. and take them with you. Okay. Wherever you go. I've got two small ones and a donut playhouse. So these are some of the features of the donut playhouse. That's my biggest one. So comes with polystick stickers, mm-hmm. bunk beds that can turn into a sofa. And you can actually sit down in them. Dining table and chairs, which Polly Pockets can actually sit in. Yeah. Um, sink that Polly Pockets can actually stand up to wash their hands in. Oh, fridge, very important. Fridge that actually opens and has carved foods in which <laughs> the Polly Pocket can actually fit in. Yeah. And a fridge, and then, no, a cooker which they can actually stand on to do cooking. And now we go downstairs and the Polly Pocket can stand on the stairs. Um, and then we've got the door and it opens up and it has a big space where a Polly Pocket can step inside and you can close the door and it looks like a riser looking through. Oh... You sound and downside, and there's a thing under the TV. <laughs> you sound very passionate about Polly Pocket. <coughs> Don't choke about Polly Pocket. Um, so you, you're quite fan a fan of the Polly Pockets. Who who do you like to play Polly Pockets with? Who's your friend that you Emma, do? That? She's my BFF. And and she's also your Polly friend forever. BFF. She's my BFF. Your, and and Polly friend. P. Do you think you're gonna get or some? P O L. Polly, what? P O. Anyway, <laughs> Polly. P O L. Polly. Um. What? What? <laughs> do you think you'd like some more Polly Pocket toys in your life? Um. I can't play with Emma at the moment, so I wouldn't say right now. Yeah, you're reticent to get more Polly Pockets because you'd really like to be able to play but Polly I've Pockets got with a, Emma. I've got an Amazon voucher. 
and I used to have £115. I got given that all for my birthday. Mm. You did get a lot of money for your birthday. I have not spent it. You're, you, you'd quite like, it sounds to me, that you'd quite like to get more Polly Pockets, but you're just a bit... Until you can play with Emma with them, you don't really want to have them in your life. It'll spoil the playing. That's kind yeah. of... Yeah, yeah. Because you're not very good at I'm not very good. Points. My fingers are too sausagey. I'm not very good at holding on to Polly. <laughs> <laughs> and I just drop everything, knock right. everything over. <laughs> Much like all of your toys, to be honest. I try. And Sylvanians. Sylvanians especially. I hate those things. <laughs> so, Polly Pockets. If you are a Polly Pocket fan and you'd like to get in contact with the podcast, we'd like to hear uh, about your Polly Pocket oh, experiences. Violet listening? Violet, your cousin, might well be listening and uh, she might like to hear what you have to say about Polly Pockets. She has Polly Pockets. If you have any recommendations about the next Polly Pocket toy Primrose should buy as well with her money... Uh, we'd really like to hear that. I think Pineapple Purse is the best. Pineapple Purse. Yeah. There, there is one called Pineapple Purse. Polly Pocket fans, uh, we'd like to hear from you. And if you don't know what Polly Pocket is, uh, why not look it up? Uh, would you suggest... Or I'll post a picture of my Polly Pockets. Yeah, we can share our Polly Pocket picture with, with listeners Polly on the Pocket Facebook picture, page. Polly Pocket picture. Polly Pocket picture. Alliteration, alliteration. Primrose's Polly Pocket picture. Um <laughs> We'll put it on Polly Facebook. Pocket picture about puppies. At some point, we'll put it on Facebook. Facebook.com <laughs> forward slash Primrose Terry Shed. It's time for the emails and messages. The emails and messages. Uh, thank you, Primrose. And and there have been some lovely um, emails, messages. Uh, and correspondence. We pick some of the nice ones. Yeah. Out, um, Thank we, you. Because we have so many people messaging us that... We got so many... You sound like you're bragging. We got so many people listening to us and, and messaging that we couldn't possibly get back to everyone. It's, I'm Julian. It's, I know everything. <laughs> Famous five reference. Um, but we we it's not that it's just you normally that i'm useless at actually re- referring to the messages we get um but there is one message one email um, thank you to everyone who's liked our posts and shared our, our social media and things like that. that's really appreciated and it helps primrose's uh podcast get out to the world which is marvelous but hello, hello to um nick who's got in touch, saying, I don't think this would work too well on radio, but I gather from the last episode that, Primrose, you like dogs. I have a very silly dog called Lester, who also answers to the name Dopey. I've attached a sound file, and that's what I hear at every meal he is given. I promise you he's not starving. So shall we have a listen to uh, to the audio? Yes. Sounded like a sharp knife was just yielded. <laughs> so I'll let that play in the background, but that's Lester getting fed and, and sounding desperate for the food. Does this just make you want to have a dog even more in your life, Primrose? Would you like a very silly dog? Yes. I'd like a pug. A pug. Do you think pugs make the same noise? Or a chihuahua that's teeny-weeny. <laughs> The little tiny dog. 
Uh, thank you, Nick, for your <laughs> message. Really appreciate it. He, he also sent a video of um, of his dog being helicoptered. Oh, let's see. Well, yeah, we'll look at that another time because we can't put we that on the podcast. We should all post it on our... Well, maybe. We'll ask for permission if we're allowed to share a video of Nick's dog yes. um, on, on our it's Facebook page. Funny. That is a very funny video. Yeah, we really oh, and appreciate. there was a squirrel that did the same thing. It was hooping around on the bird feeder, remember? Uh, and then it <laughs> fell off. I don't think anyone sent us that video, though, but... Thank you, Nick. If anyone else wants to contact the podcast with uh, regard to any topics or things that have come up in the podcast, or indeed just what's on your mind, it's primroseterryshed at gmail.com. And our Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash primroseterryshed. Welcome to our book review. Our book review section of the podcast. Primrose, what is the book we are reviewing today? Why don't you go to the front page so we can see the title Poo. in all its four glorious big letters? Poo. 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 Oh, oh. Poo. It says a natural. Just, a, just to give it the full there's title. A, there's a whole two pages covered in brown smears. Yes, it's lovely. Uh, Poo, A Natural History of the Unmentionable. And it's by Nicola Davies and Neil Layton. Oh, I'm just going to read you a very. Um, I'm going to read you. Um, just two bits. Okay. Grown-ups are shy about it. Horse exign- horses ignore it. Dogs like to sniff it. Baby do it in their nappies. Poo. Big jobs. Number twos. Whatever you call it. Feces, to give you one of the proper names, are everywhere. Yes. Poo. It's, it's all about stories to do with poo. Scientific things. Primrose okay. wanted to tell you about uh, the, the little section in the book called Rainbow poos. We're going to talk about another bit that we can't read. Yeah, that's okay. That's really interesting. The one thing that doesn't seem very much between the different sorts of poo is colour. Most brownish blackage for one reason. This in that is mixing with all different colour foods, like mixing all the colours with a paint box. You get a kind of dark, yucky colour. Another reason is when the body digests food, it breaks down some of the colours it contains, leaving it all dull and greyish. When this is added to the dark brown remainders of dead blood cells chucked out by the body, hey presto, you've got the familiar brown, poo brown. I mean, there's some really interesting stuff that you just read there. Uh, one thing that stood out, Primrose, is that story. when the bird poos on you, Primrose... Yes is that you're actually getting weed on and pooed on at the same time. Yes. That's what the white stuff is. Another thing I learned from looking at this book with you is about how mistletoe gets up so high in the trees. Uh, and, you know, to just briefly summarise that section of the book, it tells you that the birds that eat mistletoe seeds, um, what happens is the seeds are so sticky that when the birds eat them and they try and poo them out, the poo sort of sticks to their bottoms. Oh, this is a nice song. Yeah, so, postman uh, poo, postman poo, postman poo has a big job to do. Yes. That's my job. And it's postman in it's poo. in the section about postman poo and, and how birds are like postmen with pooing seeds in different places. And and that's how mistletoe ends up so high in the trees. It's because birds are wiping their bottoms on the trees, and that's how mistletoe grows up there. I thought that was fascinating. I had no idea. Primrose, this book about poo, uh, just the full title again, it's Poo, Poo, A Natural History of the Unmentionable by Nicola Davies and Neil Layton. What would you score it out of ten? Ten. Ten. There's no better book. Ten, ten. 
Ten Ten. A really good That's book. Twenty. If you want to learn. Ten 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 Ten. If you want to find out more about the poo book, I, I think it's available in all good bookshops, and uh, you can learn about all sorts of animal poos. And look it up on Amazon. And, and dinosaur poos. Yeah, we'll put a link to the the book in the description of the podcast so you can find it yourself. But we like the book. Uh, it's a non-fiction one, and it's good for kids, and you can learn all about Look, Because it's funny, but it's non-fiction. Yeah. Because it's really funny. And it, says, it is funny. Because it's got loads of funny pictures with speech bubbles. So it's good for like readers who are early, mm. but still read long books like me. Exactly. Uh, so thank you, Primrose, for another spectacular book review. <laughs> of the podcast where I'm going to tell you the answer of the riddle. Can you remind people what the riddle was today, Primrose? Which letter of the alphabet has the most water? Which, le- which letter of the alphabet has the most water? That, it sounds like a riddle because it's hard to know what the answer is. What's the answer? It's C. C, like the Curly C. Care. Curly care. Yeah, it's a letter in the alphabet, but if you say C... It's like the sea, the sea, the ocean. <laughs> um, thank you, Primrose. Uh, will there be another riddle next week? Yes! Then we'll look forward to the next one. Thank you all for playing along at home. Um, this is Mummy in the Garden. Another one. Hello, Mummy. Hello, Primrose. Today we're going to be talking about woodcrafting. Um, for beginners. Oh yes, well we can talk about that. Because the only other thing that we could have talked about is the fact that we used the hose to clean the car and you put your swimming costume on and I hosed you. That's the only thing we've done outdoors today other than the knife, isn't it? So today we got an exciting package. What was it, Prim? A bushcraft knife for me. Yeah, as soon as we heard that school was closing, the very first thing that I did, my response was to buy a colleague's book which is called Forest's, Forest Craft and it's full of little projects for children to make with whittling knives and you'd been interested in my whittling knife hadn't you? So we spoke to Richard Irvine who's the author of the book and we asked him for some recommendations and we chose a beautiful knife for you. Do you want to explain to everybody what your whittling knife looks like? So it has a guard on it so like a plastic guard that covers the blade up. Yep. Just, you need a blood bubble. Oh yeah, Primrose is talking about her blood bubble, so she knows that when she's got the sheath off of her knife, she has to stay away from anyone, and anyone within her blood bubble needs to keep out of the way because they could be in danger. So she keeps a nice space around herself. If I hold this sheath, you could tell people what your knife looks like, Primrose. It's a wooden handle. And then it has a finger guard on one side and a sharp blade on the side where the finger guard is. Yeah, it's a beautiful size for you and it's all the way from Sweden. It's a Mora knife, which is the same type of knife that Mummy has, but you've got your own version. And what were you hoping to do with it, Primrose? Well, I was hoping that I could make a few stuff for my smelly bunny. Ah, yes, you want to make some furniture for Jenny Bunny, don't you? So what we did 
today in preparation for making some furniture for Jenny Bunny is we got an old apple branch from when the apple tree was pruned a couple of months ago. And Primrose, what have you been doing with it? I've been skinning, I've been starting small sections of skinning it off the bark. And then I'm hopefully going to make what Jenny wants. Yeah, so I think you wanted to make a bed for Jenny, didn't you? And maybe like a few mini furnitures or a toy or something. That might be a little way down the line. Yeah. I think we're going to start with some of the early projects in Richard's book, aren't we? And we're yeah. going to increase our skills over the next few weeks. Yeah. So Primrose has got a little log set up in the garden, and I've got my own log, so they're far, far apart from each other, so that we can just hang out and whittle together safely. And Primrose has just been practising with her knife, slowly and steadily taking the bark off. So that's been quite a nice thing today to do in the nice weather. Um, we've just been walking around most of the time outside. Oh, and we found the Maybug with the horror story. Oh, gosh, yes, that really was a story as if it was from a horror film. Do you want to, do you want to tell it? So Primrose found a cockchafer, a Maybug, and it was on its back. And we looked at it because it was really still. And on close inspection, what did we see? It was moving. Yeah, it was moving all of its legs and its head. So Primrose is very good at rescuing animals in distress. So she got a beaker and a card and we popped it in there and we moved it to a safest place. And it was still on its back. And so what did you ask me to do to it? Turn it over. And so we gently turned it over, and what did we find? You tell her. <laughs> we found a hollow maybug, sadly. I think it had been recently attacked, maybe by a bird. So unfortunately, what we were witnessing was the last few moments of the maybug's life. So it's been put to rest in a beautiful grassy space under some beautiful trees filled with birdsong. So hopefully its last moments were as nice as they could be. That's a nice way to end things, Primrose. Is there anything else you wanted to say? <laughs> um, <laughs> if you have any messages, go to primroseterryshed at gmail.com and that was The Mummy in the Garden about whittling and a hollow maybug. Bye! Bye! Bye. Time for for Promise and Terry in the show. A big thank you to you all for your continued listenership and support. Do you know, like and subscribe and all those things you're supposed to do. We're going to do a funny bit after the goodbye today. Oh, are we? Am I going to include a it's funny gonna, bit? It's going to be a new feature like the Stealthy Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Uh, yeah. There you go. Pressure's on. Funny bit at the end of the podcast. I'll see what we've got in the uh, outtakes, Primrose. Uh, Primrose and Terry in the Shed was presented by Primrose Lee and Terry Lee. Produced by Primrose Lee, edited by Terry Lee. All imaging and music is by Primrose Lee. And our artwork is by Stu Elvin. That is Stu Primrose with... A double O. A double O. A thank you for joining us, Primrose and Terry, in the, in the shed. shed. Goodbye. Good, wait, oh, wait, goodbye. 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 Because I'm the tax man. Yeah, I'm the tax man. If you.
Tax the mommy, I'll tax the street. If you tax primrose, I'll tax your feet. Do 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 boop I'll tax your mom. Tax She's crazy. This is how John Lennon did it for the Beatles. <laughs> 